0: Good morning, it is the Dead Set Legend, Sam Hargroves, Margot Parker. Great to be with you for another Saturday as we're drying ourselves off. Margot, we got a month's worth of rain yesterday. In just a day. I don't know if it's stopped. Can you look out the window, please? What's happening out there?
1: Uh, it's calm, but the river is glistening because the water is beautiful. It's calmed the weather down. Everyone was whinging last week. It was too hot. Now there's too much rain. Can't beat these Queenslanders, can you?
0: You're saying the Brisbane River looks beautiful. It does. you going to jump in?
1: You know, like when you look out, like I look out over my pool at the moment and it's full. Like it's like over the brim and it's, yep. you know, coming out. Uh, but it looks beautiful because everything's wet and it glistens and it just looks really pretty. I love, I love the rain. You know, it's nice snuggle weather. Uh, sleep in. All my kids slept in this morning till eight. So that was perfect. I'm not complaining.
0: Bit of uh, Netflix and chill this morning, was there, in the parking (laughs) household? I Netflixed and
1: chilled on my own last night because Corey commentated (laughs) the game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a family show. Corey uh, commentated the
1: game. So I uh, I, I bumped out a couple episodes of Suits. I like me a bit of Harvey Specter. Bumped out something.
0: (laughs) Now, listen, let's let's, let's straighten up a little bit, please. And and mine's out of gutters. Uh, what a night last night. Uh, I know you were watching on TV. I had the privilege of doing the sideline reporting for the Triple M NRL call team last <laughs> night. The testimonial, JT and Cam Smith, a night with Cam Smith and JT. It was absolutely incredible. Well done to, I've got to say, to the 25,000 odd people that braved the elements. It did not stop raining. And it was absolutely, it was going cats and dogs. And the people that, that, that showed their passion, showed their, you know, appreciation and their love for these two icons of the game. I, I just want to tip of the cap to those guys. Like, I'm not wearing my hat because it's drenched. Yeah, I've
1: I've I Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen except once that much rain. Football played in that much rain. It was, I think, the Anzac test. They had to cancel it on the Friday and they end up playing again on the Sunday. But I don't know how they do it. Like, I was at football, Wiley debuted at Carino on Thursday night and uh, it rained. And you know when you get wet grass on you and it's itchy? Yeah. Could you imagine that feeling for 80 minutes?
0: Yeah, I, I, that's that's one of the great things about <laughs> not having to play uh, <laughs> even just uh, club sport anymore for me. But uh, I just thought that was incredible. And we'll talk yeah. more about the night coming up next. But this was the moment that sealed the game uh, for the Cowboys because it wouldn't have been a night dedicated to JT and Cam without some JT magic.
2: Five tackles gone. 30 seconds to play. Shifting to the right. The ball goes to Thurston. Crossfield kick. Phil <laughs> gets the <laughs> ball. Oh! And he scores! Oh!
0: Beautifully called by our man Dobbo and Benny Hannett just loving it. Uh, He's played, obviously, with both Cam and JT. Uh, That kick, that was AFL-style, checkside side, banana, outside of the boot, knew exactly what he was doing, Thurston. And when you think that you say that Jonathan Thurston knew exactly what he was doing, I asked Michael Morgan after the game, did he know what JT was doing with that kick? Because he's played with him for so long. Surely Mm. they know their games in and out. I asked him, did you have any idea what the hell was going on with that kick?
3: No, I, I... I didn't know it was coming. I think that, that's what worked well. There was about six of us flying through for a try, and then he, uh, out of the blue, puts it on the outside of his foot, and lucky felt he hung back because um, it worked perfectly.
0: That was just a phenomenal piece, and he scored a try as well, JT. But uh, I think he's become to known that. You know He just pulls things left,
1: right, and centre, but you just trust in him that he knows what he's doing, so you just go with it.
0: He's an absolute magician, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah. And the whole night was fantastic. We're going to hear next uh, from Cam Smith, um, Matt Scott. We'll hear more from Michael Morgan. Um, We'll. we'll, um, uh, I've just gone blank. Who's the other bloke? Will Chambers uh, that we spoke to last night. We'll hear all about them. It was a beautiful night at Suncorp. We'll uh, take you through it all next. This is the Dead Set Legends on Triple M. In excess now, 7 past 10. Has it stopped raining yet? Yep. It's in excess. And this is the Dead Set Legends on Brisbane 104.5 Triple M. Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker. Margot, you were watching on TV last night. I was uh, at a rain-drenched Suncorp Stadium just doing the sideline for Triple M NRL, watching. I I think something that I will remember just being able to be a very small part of for a very long time, Uh, uh, an incredible night where we paid tribute to two, not only the greatest players that have ever played rugby league, but two of the great men. Uh, If you could just say and, and get a prototype... For every future NRL player, about what you'd like them to be as people, you would just go well. Let's just get be the, be these guys, and you should be fine.
1: Yeah, and I think the thing is, is uh, the, the family support as well. You know, yeah. you saw JT and Cam right up till before they ran out on the field with their kids yep. and their wives, getting photos and as as uh, the two teams together. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, and it's just it's really beautiful, and it resonates. You know, especially with me because I had my kids and family quite um, you know present in and around Corey's career. Yeah, um, and the support. Um, from the women, you know, Barb and Sam are both friends of mine. Yep. Um, and whenever the Maroons get together or, you know, the guys are in Brisbane uh, or we're in Sydney and Melbourne, you know, we catch up and we get together with the kids and the kids all play together. And you could see quite um, clearly that Jayla, Cam Smith's oldest daughter, was, you know, playing with JT's little girls, you know, yep. and picking up the baby and, and those sorts of things. So it's, it's really quite harmonious in the sense that although there's this rivalry and the mm. teams go out and, you know, bash each other senseless, Um, at at the end of the day. They're all friends and, you know, uh, family means everything. And to to see that portrayed at the beginning of that game where the two of them come together was was really, really special.
0: It was. And and these guys have been playing against each other since under 12s. And Cam Smith talks about the first time they played that he said he'd never seen football mean more to someone than JT because they lost uh, very close to the final siren. He reckons JT cried at the end of that game in under 12s. JT denies that, (laughs) by the way. But they've known each other for so long and there was all these beautiful touches throughout the night uh, that I thought... One was obviously the families coming out, the jerseys that were special to them and Cam putting, you know, Logan Brothers and and Norths and, uh, and, uh, you know, Storm... Uh, Queensland, Australia and JT with the indigenous flavour of his jersey uh, as well as Cowboys and Queensland and Australia. And then all his achievements uh, was built into the number on the back. It was a huge number, by the way, because he's done so much. But I'll tell you what I really liked as well was half time. They actually had South Sunnybank playing Logan Brothers in juniors. It was just every little bit that could have been done to make it a special night. Well, it's Uh, sentimental. It is. Because these
1: boys, they know nothing different. All their lives has been rugby league, like you said. You know, they Mm. started out as, you know, young boys, as juniors at five or six, you know, that they start, Uh, you know, and 30-year-old men now still playing the game and a part of it together and, and all of those things that go with it, you know, and it's, it's really, it's not just another game of footy, you know?
0: No, it's not. And I caught up with Cam Smith straight after the game uh, and with great access that we got last night too. We'll talk about the booing that happened a little bit later in the show, but I did ask him uh, straight off the bat what he made of being booed as he was lining up to do the, uh, to kick the conversion. Well, Smithy, take us through that. What was happening out there when you were lining up? Obviously, you didn't get the result tonight, but you were copying a bit of stick from the faithful here. Your name's on the banner as well. What was happening there?
2: No, I think uh, that was forgotten about for the most part of this night. Um, oh, clearly, you know, the, the fan favourites were the Cowboys and, uh, yeah, getting a, a fair bit of booing here. But um, so I just sort of stopped and had a bit of fun with the crowd there. But, uh, yeah, very enjoyable night. Um Obviously didn't get the, uh, the result, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, this is, this is a trial. It was an opportunity for our club to give a few young boys a, uh, a run. But, um, yeah, Cowboys too strong tonight. Up to you, boys. Cam, congratulations. I mean, a, a testimonial match, but immense pride you must have with what, at the last 20 minutes, to have uh, 13 players out there bar Dale Finucan, who probably aren't your regular first graders and to put points on against this Cowboys side yeah you know, that was uh, yeah, it was a proud moment it was mate, it, it was always our plan you know given that we had to play the World club challenge last week uh, with 17 men which was you know our strongest side uh, at that time we were still missing a couple through injury but um, yeah you know, we had to we had to go with a few extras tonight you know, just to give those young guys an opportunity to play and play against quality opposition because they're going need we're going to need them throughout the year Dobbo so um yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great to see those young guys playing against, you know, they're, they're out here playing against, you know, Jonathan Thurston, who's, you know, they're, they're, he's, he's their hero, you know, so yeah. they, they were looking at him just in awe, but, um, you know, Billy Walters was great, um, a lot of the young, young fellas were, were very good, Scotty Drinkwater was really good, Matty Papenhausen outstanding. So, um, yeah, very proud of the young crew that played tonight. Mate, we'll let you go. Congratulations on what is a great night. Uh, Disappointing about the rain, but a big crowd and a big turnout and uh, we'll talk to you throughout the course of the year. Thanks for being with Triple M NRL. No worries. Thanks for your support, mate. Thanks, mate.
0: Yeah, just a great man, uh, Cam Smith, and and said good and, mm. and before we chatted, and I said, oh, you know, we spoke, he goes, yeah, Sam, and how's Margot? And he's yeah. just such a lovely guy. Uh, 16 to 14, the Cowboys got over the line, of course, the JT miracle kick on the outside of the boot to Kyle Feld, who scored three tries, and mm. it, it seemed to me at the end that the result was really, you know, irrelevant. Yeah. I know it was a trial game, and I know the season's about to start, but... These guys were very, they all came together at the end of this game. They were all sort of chatting as friends. And I spoke to Matt Scott, Michael Morgan and Will Chambers. And of course, you know, Matt Scott and Michael Morgan have played at the Cowboys with JT for such a long time, uh, but also played a lot of Origin with Cam. And Will Chambers, of course, the same at Storm with Cam, but also played Origin with JT. And I just asked them all how they felt about being part of such a special night.
2: Oh, look, mate, uh, very proud to be able to take part in I think this will be a, a game, you know, it's only a trial, but it's, it'll be a game we look back on uh, in years to come and, um, you yeah, know, really be proud that um, I've got to, to, to play a part in it.
3: Yeah, look, I'm really privileged to, to be involved in it. Um, obviously, like you said, played with Jono for a few years, been lucky enough to play with Smithy um, in some representative footy now and... Um, look, you, everyone sees what they do on the field each and every week, but when you get to know them personally and you see the, the the people they are they're both very good blokes and they do anything for you know people below them, people above them they're very selfless and um, they're, they're definitely both mentors of mine and people that I look up to on and off the field
2: Yeah it was, it was, um, it was real special, you know, uh, I know how much it would have meant to both of them, uh, but like I said, uh, they deserved a real good game uh, a spectacle tonight because that's what they did week in, week out for the last ten plus years, you know, and for uh, all these boys to turn up tonight and put on a great spectacle for them. It's, uh, it's what they deserve. They've deserved that. Uh, yeah, it was great.
0: It certainly was great. Matt Scott, Michael Morgan and Will Chambers all sharing their thoughts on the night. Job well done to everybody involved. Well done Brisbane too for getting out. It was terrible conditions. Absolutely. Round of applause. Uh, an incredible night. Obviously 16 to 14, but the result was irrelevant. It was about farewelling or or about to say goodbye to some of the greatest ever players and people at the game scene. I think it was all done really well. Hey, Margot, you've got some questions in front of you that we need to ask uh, the, the people. Uh, we need to get your suburb involved. It's suburban pride that we're asking you to do now. It's toe-to-toe. It's our quiz segment. On Dead Set Legends. We need you to call in, represent your suburb. You'll go head to head with someone else from another suburb. We've got a great prize on offer too. One triple three five three is the number. If you'd like to play toe-to-toe, we've got five very, very tough questions. We'll see how good you are. I'll give you a clue. It's really just all about JT and Cam Smith. Uh 13353 is the number. Toe-to-toe, that's next. Dead Set Legends, Triple M.
1: I need my brain. Reality TV show fans, either of you? No. Uh, what are you into? Married, Married at, at first sight? sight. It's just absolute dream, right? Isn't it rubbish?
0: So no, no, good, no, Jack's got questions. Oh, what did you say? What? Huh? Right, mate.
1: I said, are you a reality TV oh. fan? And what are you into? Are you are watching you? Married at First Sight? No,
0: I hate it. I hate all the people that are in it. Sam,
1: the reason I have a four-wheel drive is to do things and to go places. Mm. But are you really getting the most out of it? Well, you can get the most from your next four-wheel drive adventure by visiting your nearest ARB store
0: first. Uh, ARB is as Aussie as flooded creeks, and there's plenty of those today. Rocky hillsides. (laughs) Sorry. ARB is as Aussie as flooded creeks, and there's plenty of those today, and rocky hillsides. They've been around for over 40 years building quality 4x4 accessories, and they build those accessories for people who love adventure. They've got the gear to get you there. For store locations
1: and products, see arb.com.au. You go.
0: Okay. The Barton's Mitsubishi 2017 plate clearance is now on at Winham and Capella Bar where you can pick up a...
1: Triton GLX Plus Automatic Dual Cab for just $34,990 drive away or Lancer ES Sport Auto from 17990 drive away.
0: Hurry into the Mitsubishi 2017 plate clearance. The time of your life starts now at Barton's Winham and Capella Bar. Disclaimer,
1: private buyers. terms and conditions apply. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get your beers to win the quiz. The Triple M Dead
2: Set Legends toe-to-toe.
0: This is where we get two people from different suburbs on Dead Set Legends with Sam Hargraves and Margot Parker to go head-to-head in a trivia contest. Uh, the person who answers the most questions will win a prize and that prize today is two tickets to the Brisbane Raw versus Adelaide United. Will you be there when the Brisbane Raw take on Adelaide United? Saturday the 3rd of March. Tickets on sale from BrisbaneRaw.com Dot au That is this afternoon, of course, uh, Saturday the 3rd of March. Is it? No. That's next, next week. Next weekend. Well, so it's not this week. It's next week. Next week. All right. Uh, so that's where you'll be going next week, of course. Uh, Margot, how this works is you're going to read out the questions. I'll be the yep. adjudicator. Uh, we've got a, a very specific theme today.
1: Yes, we've uh, gone with the back of last night with the game with JT and Cam. Uh, so this is all about JT and Cam. So if you're a rugby league fanatic, and you know your footy and you are followers of Cameron Smith and JT's career, then you will know all the answers to this question.
0: Because we've got some flack the last few weeks, people whinging about not getting enough rugby league not questions. Enough Skink rugby league. The other week, and whoever that was, Dan, I think it was last week, who, who uh, shed a few tears as well about that. So uh, today, uh, Colin from Forest Lake is playing. How are you, Colin?
4: Good, load yourself?
0: Yeah, good. Uh, what, what, what was that? Good what? Good lads. Uh, good, good
5: folks, folks, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> okay, just fix your phone up there for me, Colin. Uh, test your buzzer out. What suburb are you from? Forest Lake. Okay, you're going to have to buzz in with Forest Lake. So just hold five for a second. And Jason from Waterford, how are you, pal? Yeah, I'm good, guys. Oh, that's the way. That's a, a deep, nice, rich deep. sort of sensual voice that Jason's got there. Just <laughs> a bit of movement. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jace, get uh, you test your buzzer for me. Where are you from? Waterford. There you go. I like it. Uh, all right, Margot, please it take like it a away. a couple of accents in Yeah, there where too. are you from, Jason?
4: Oh, no, I mean, your family's Scottish, so I've got a bit of that Scottish accent still stuck in me. No, I like Even that. Even though I was raised in Australia, i still got a few slang words that I use. Yeah, I like that. Hey, and Colin, where are you from? I'm
1: from
0: Ireland originally.
1: Oh, the, international. the Irish.
0: Toe to toe's gone <laughs> international.
1: <laughs> do Irish and Scottish people tend to get along? We should have them buzz in with Scotland and Ireland instead of forest. No, <laughs> I can Bad idea, Michael.
0: Oh, actually, no, we'll do that. Uh, Colin, you're going to buzz in with Ireland, and Jason, you're going to yeah. buzz in with Scotland. No worries. All right. Uh, do for Irish and Scottish get along, you guys? I or? don't think so, do they? Oh, yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, okay. They do today. Anyway, uh, let's get on with this. Uh, all right, here we go. Head to head. JT and Cam Smith questions. Take it away, Margot.
1: Question one. In which year did JT and Cam Smith first play State of Origin together for Queensland?
0: Scotland. Ireland. Uh, that would be Jason, I think. I've forgotten who's from
4: who. From, from, from Scotland. Oh, right, Jason. Yeah, mate, I think it was in 2000 and... Oh, Google's not working fast, is it? And, um, <laughs> 2001, I think it was. <laughs> Free yeah. swing for
0: you, Colin. <laughs>
4: mate, I'm going to say 2003.
0: No, wrong on both counts.
1: <laughs> Nil all after one question, Margot. Question two? The Well, the answer was 2005, gentlemen. Uh, oh, question yeah. two, who sits higher on the NRL all-time points scoring list? JT Colin. or Cam?
4: That's Jason. Jason. That'd be Cam.
0: Yes. One nil after two questions to Jason. Question three.
1: How many victorious World Cup finals have JT and Cam
0: played in together? Ireland. That's Colin. Uh, two. Oh, no. Nice. Free swing, Jace. Four. No. So just the one nil after three questions to Jace. Question four.
1: The answer was number one. And oh, yeah. It was in two thousand and thirteen. I actually attended that World Cup final. It was pretty awesome. Uh, number four. Who scored three tries in last night's JT and Cam Smith Scotland. testimonial match? Ireland.
0: Jason. Kyle Phelps. Yes. I'll, I'll accept it. No S on the end, but I will accept it. Phelps. Sorry.
4: Uh, all right. He's the man that broke the Broncos' hearts in the grand final. <laughs> he, <is. laughs> yes, he is. You, you okay, Josh? <laughs> Half a point. No.
1: <laughs> okay, last question. I think we're one all, aren't we?
0: No. <laughs> no two oh, nil. Oh, two oh, no. nil. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> I think Jason. it's all over for Colin. <laughs> but playing for pride, Colin.
1: <laughs> uh, who Who? many, how many NRL premierships has Jonathan Thurston played in?
0: Colin
4: Ireland. Oh, that was close.
0: I'm going to go Colin just because he's lost anyway, and we might as well give him something <laughs> give him to be happy go. about. Yes. Go, Colin. Uh, he's,
4: he's won two premierships.
0: He has, and I'll give you an extra point if oh. you can name the years.
4: Um, 2016 and
0: 2005? No. Uh, close one year off both. 2004. 2015. No, 2004, 2015, and Colin. I'm sort of glad yeah. you got that wrong because we don't have a tiebreaker <laughs> question. Uh, that means Jason, you're our winner.
1: Super professional here. At well definitely. done to you, Jason.
0: You are going to see the Brisbane Roar take on Adelaide United. Will you be there? Yes, you will, Jason. When the yes, Brisbane Roar take here, on Adelaide United, Saturday the third of March. Tickets on sale from BrisbaneRoar.com.au. Jason, you're a Roar fan. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I've actually played nine years of soccer before I played 15 of league. Beautiful. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, nicely like done. Jace, thank you. Colin, thank you. Margot, very nicely done from you. Hey, coming up very soon after we speak to John Rivera uh, from Urbane Homes about getting your rental bond back, we're going to be speaking to Matt O'Kine, Brizzy comedian, hilarious young man. It's the Brisbane Comedy Festival that started in, in Brisbane and we're going to get his uh, thoughts on his brand new show. That's all coming up on the Dead Set Legends, Triple M. Oh, yes. Some Margot Parker air guitar to go with your doors, <laughs> Roadhouse <laughs> Blues. This is the Dead Set Legends. on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M, Sam Hargraves, and the aforementioned Margot Parker. Uh, we speak to John Rivera from Urbane Homes. Stop renting, start owning, make your dream home a reality at Urbane Homes. Uh, John Rivera joins us every Saturday to take us through the real estate landscape because it can be quite tricky. Uh, and nothing uh, as tricky as trying to get your bond back when you've got issues with... Um, uh, well, I'm going, to ju- I'm going to use my words very carefully, incompetent, uh, idiotic and stupid uh, building managers and real estate agents who all they want to do is try and screw you, um, oh, l- figuratively, not literally, of course. <laughs> uh, it seems like I have a personal uh, vendetta here and I do you do uh, because <laughs> I've got to go to QCAT at the moment to try and get my bond back from the idiots who have been running my last building. What's QCAT? It's the Queensland Civil and Administrative Tribunal where you have to go to when you can't make it get a, a reach a resolution mm. with of said building managers. With the RTA involved, they do like a mediation and that didn't work. Uh, so these peanuts uh, wouldn't bend on anything and we've now got to go to uh, QCAT to fix it up. But what I want to do, because I'm a man of the people, Margot, as you know. By the people, I'd, for the people. Exactly. Abraham Lincoln style. <laughs> I don't want anybody to have to go through the same thing that I've had to go through at the moment um, with these flogs. So... John Rivera from Urban Homes is going to take us through exactly how we go about getting our bond back in a rental situation. Take it away, John. I'm getting a bit fired up. And you are fired up. What did you do? (laughs) What isn't he fired up about, though, John? We didn't use use their cleaner because they wouldn't give us an invoice. They wouldn't give us a quote for the cleaner. And they asked us to pay them, the building managers, up front first in cash (laughs) before they would actually clean the place. And then it turns out that it was just them that was the cleaner. and we use someone
6: else this is something that i hear that you know like particularly you know the the, probably the most critical thing that i think anybody has to do when you know trying to get their bond back is it's actually at the beginning and it's actually reading your agreement and looking at it from a special conditions point of view this is something that i've seen time and time again where they can just get you by putting you know you have to use the cleaner that i suggest right at the end And that, to me, is probably the most ultimate one, is actually read the the fine print.
1: And does that actually stick, though?
6: Well, I mean, look what's happened to Paul and Sam here. Who knows? Well, the thing is, is, it's obviously
1: common, because it's not only Sam, but um, our uh, panellist here, Ben, was saying the same thing. He is going through... Well, He's having... been
4: going for months and yeah. months
0: and months. <laughs> yes. Months! What's going on? Everyone's angry! So <laughs> clearly two
1: two out of four of us in the studio here this morning have had this problem. So it's a 50-50 situation right now for us. Uh, so how did, how can they get away with this, not giving you your money back? What are the things that you need to do to ensure that you are a certainty at getting that back?
6: Well look, I think ultimately, like I said, it's definitely read the conditions. Like, Make sure these conditions aren't you know ridiculous where you're going to get to the end and go well like how do i even achieve that and get my bond like you know there's i've heard lots of like exactly what we're talking about now the way to, you know getting the, the right pest inspections done and things like that so that just truly read that that special conditions in the tenancy agreement i think the other thing as well is when you go in is get on your hands and knees and check for defects so in the entry condition report that's probably to me is, is the most important one is write everything up including if it's dirty and that way, when you when you get your return, you think you've only got about three days to do this or it's nil and void once you move in. So, you know, that's probably a critical one too.
1: It's a pain in um, the butt to do, but you've got to do it. It's like when you hire a car.
0: Yeah. And, and it's exactly. a, it's that thing, John, where especially if through your tenancy you've had disagreements with um, your building managers or uh, property managers because they have no idea what they're doing and you have to keep explaining to them what they should be doing and they're not doing. Uh, again, this may sound personal. Uh if you've had to have run-ins with them through you, you need to have everything documented, don't you? you need to have everything in writing, you need to I went I got to a stage with these people that I'd never had a, a verbal conversation with them. Every conversation has been done via email so I could have a record of it in writing. You've got to cover your ass, don't you?
6: That is that is hundred percent correct. You did the right thing there is always, even if you have a phone call, put it back to them in writing. Have a paper trail. And that is that will secure you if they haven't done their end of the bargain or if you obviously completed yours. So I think that's that with obviously your agreement is, is absolutely critical. And I think also keeping in contact with the property manager, depending, it doesn't matter if you like them or you don't or you do. I think keeping them abreast of what's happening, you know, on the property maintenance with the rent, um, anything that you want to be able to keep up is, is communication. And that can be also in writing, too.
0: Uh, I also found that um, the building manager, one of them was stalking me on Facebook. Not stalking, that's a tough word. But they you to know when come they come up, up in the people you may boring. know, that's because <laughs> they've been looking at your profile. I found that quite odd. They were checking my Facebook profile. But that's Is another that thing to be mindful of, John.
6: Was that before or you went Before you went in or after you went in? After. We find, look, a good property managers will definitely pick you up on social media before you go in. And that's how they actually get to get an idea of you know what sort of person you're like. Are you going to have lots of parties? You know, you're going to look after the place they can pro for you that way. So keeping you know, mm. keeping social media is always tight. But look after, I don't know why they would check you after. That doesn't seem right to me.
0: Absolutely. Hey, John Rivera, one of the best in the business, always gives us great advice from Urbane Homes. Stop renting uh, to avoid all this if you want. Uh, start owning, make your dream home a reality at Urbane Homes. Mate, thank you so much for that. I reckon you've saved people a lot of headache and a lot of trouble. Uh, we'll speak to you next week.
6: No worries. Thanks, guys.
0: I looked you up on Facebook when... I found out I was going to be working with you. It's a
1: good way of finding out who you, you know, going to be hanging out with. I know people do it for employment reasons as well. So, could always make sure your face Facebook's tight, I guess.
0: I got no, I got no idea what to say about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matt O'Kine up next to talk Brisbane Comedy Festival. This is the Dead Set Legends. I feel oh, violated, <laughs> Triple M. Oh, Don't get rid of TLC. No, I <laughs> Yeah, all my bad jokes stay in. I can't help All right. Sam can't help Can't help myself. All right. News is up next, and then after that, the Reds. A disappointing loss last night to the Melbourne Rebels. We're going to speak to Samu Karevi about exactly what went wrong. And was that red card to Scott Higginbotham justified or not? We're going to speak to Russell White about driving in the wet. If you're going to be out and about on the roads this weekend, you don't want to miss that. Deadset Legends, Triple M. Sam Hargraves and Margot Parker, pleasure to have another hour to spend with you. Dark skies loom overhead, Margot. It looks like there could be a storm coming. It's been raining uh, cats and dogs the last few days. We had a a month's worth of rain yesterday alone. That was incredible. And that meant that it was very, very torrential up at Suncorp Stadium last night for the JT Cam Smith testimonial. That was an amazing night. uh, And well done to the 25,000 who got up there and braved the conditions. Ponchos on, smiles on faces uh, joy in hearts was Fanatics. what was going on there Yeah, and, and good on them uh, but there is a heap of sport uh, happening in Brisbane we're going to get to the Reds very soon because it wasn't a great night for them last night Sammy is going to join us up next to take us through that but uh, a heap of great sport happening around Brisbane so if you do have a poncho get it on it's just a bit of rain it won't hurt you And tell and, and let me say that the teams appreciate you more than ever on days like this when you go and show your support. Of course, the A-League this afternoon, the Raw take on the Jets, 4.35 this afternoon. Margot, what else is happening?
1: Uh, the AFLW, the Lions yes. are playing the Dockers out at uh, Brendale um, at South Pine Park at 3.30. So get out there and support them.
0: Yeah, get out there. And if you can't, it is on Fox footy. Uh, I'm commentating that game with Alistair Lynch and Shiloh Curtis. Uh <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. might be out there in your
1: trench coat creeping again. I don't. I'm not in a trench coat
0: creeping. (laughs) I'm in a trench coat because I'm uh, out there covering the game. Uh, The Broncos are taking on the P&G Hunters. That's at 3 o'clock this afternoon as well. Hey, but get out to see the Lions as well. They are top of the ladder at the moment, uh, the Lions women. So they are doing an incredible job. So you want to make sure you get out there and support them. The Reds last night, though, very, very disappointing start to their season. We're going to speak to Samu Kurevi. He scored a try, so he's done his job. But We'll find out why the rest of the team may not have done theirs. And was that red card to Scott Higginbotham justified? We'll find out next. Dead Set Legends, Triple M.
2: The Triple M Dead Set Legends.
0: That's the Cranberries, and this is the Dead Set Legends on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M. Quarter past 11. Hey, Russell White from Driver Safety Australia is going to join us very soon. Some incredible stories about people getting stranded in floodwaters over the last couple of days. Margo, he's going to give us his tips about just getting around in these flooded conditions that we're having at the moment because we're expecting more rain today, uh, storms as well. So if you're driving at the moment, just uh, flick your lights on for us. Be safe, slow down, just take it easy out there. Get there alive would be preferable. Uh, Last night... Uh, in Melbourne, the Reds travelled down there, and we're very proud to be partners of the Reds. 45-19, uh, to 19, though, against the Melbourne Rebels. Uh, just wasn't the night uh, for the Reds kicking off their season. And their centre, Samu Karevi, has been good enough to join us. He scored a try last night. He's just landed in Brisbane. Morning, Samu. Thanks for joining us, mate. Not the start that you would have wanted to the season last night.
3: Hey, guys. First of all, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, obviously it was, a, it was a tough night for us. Um, you know the boys showed a lot of fight, but uh, uh, it's not the way we wanted to start the season. But uh, you know that's why we have footy. Uh, we have next week, and uh, that's part of footy it's So good.
1: And losing your uh, your skipper Higginbotham uh, in the, that first half would have been crucial uh, and detrimental to to yeah. you all for the rest of the game. That was a that was a pretty hefty call from the referee to send him off uh, for that yeah. shot. Obviously.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know refs uh, they do a great job, and obviously it was it was a big call, but um. Uh, again, it was really tough for us, uh, you know, losing our captain, uh, especially a, a great player like he is. Uh, I think it was in the first eight minutes uh, of the game. So, And then we later followed on with the yellow card. So um, definitely got to uh, address, uh, you know, discipline in that area. But, um, uh, you know, he's he's really disappointed. I uh, apologize to the boys. and uh, But again, he, you know, we still could have uh, did a bit better in some areas of the game. But, um, yeah, that's just part of footy.
0: Samu, it is a big call, that red card. And I I spoke, I got a text message from Marto, um, Greg Martin, this morning, who obviously did the game for Fox and was on the same plane as you guys, but uh, obviously part of the big breakfast here on Triple M. And he said that the red card to the letter of the law is correct, but it's just too harsh a penalty to have a team with a player down for 71 minutes. It almost ruins the game. Do you agree with the new ruling on that and the way it's implemented, or how would you like to see it done?
3: Oh, like, look, I, I can't, I can't say um, too much about the, the actual ruling. Like, you know, yeah, probably end, they, not. I uh, don't want to get do... you fined, mate. Sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> no, no, but like, you know, you know, I think it, it is important to protect uh, player welfare, mm. uh, and you know, they've they've taken uh, you know a really strict um, ruling on on swifty head head um, head area. So you know, I guess uh, like like have said, you know, it's um, a little lawyer, I think he's got done pretty tough there, and and um, you know, he did make. Um, uh, contacted to the head as they saw it. Um, but again, like, yeah, it was, it was 70, 71 more minutes to go and um, it was really tough uh, having him down, you know. But I was tr- still proud of the boys, you know, that we still uh, put in those two tries with, I think, the 13 men down. So, um, you know, I'm, just, I'm more excited to see what we can do with 15 uh, on the field for next week.
0: What was Brad Thorne? Uh, what was his demeanour and what was his message uh, after the loss?
3: Uh, he, he wasn't uh, quite uh, you know wasn 't quite upset with us um, you know for him um, you know we, we kind of uh, talked about you know everything was thrown at us uh, that could have gone wrong, went wrong for us, uh, but he, he wanted to see um, something in us and uh, he wanted to see us keep fighting uh, for the whole eighty like, you know obviously the score doesn 't depict how that boys really defended in some parts, parts of the area of the game, um, you know especially the last twenty minutes holding him off. Um, for that uh, to score a try in, in our own try line. So, you know, uh, that's the type of character we want from the boys. And, and you know, I see the, the young boys that stepped up and, you know, they got their cap and debuts that night to, to really uh, put in a, a huge shift for us.
0: Well, mate, uh, you've got, as you say, there's always next week and you've got uh, on the March 10th, you've got the Bulls at home. So you'll be looking to get your home season off to a great start and hopefully we can get a massive crowd up there because there's hopefully exciting things happening at the Reds next year. Brad Thorne's on board as coach and uh, there's a real positivity around it. So uh, let's hope that next week and what would you think the one thing you've got to work on for next week would be uh, after last night's loss?
3: Yeah, uh, we got we got the Brumbies uh, Brumbies this week. Um, oh, sorry, I've skipped I'll over say, a yeah, week. I've second, got a week yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he's excited. Yeah, he's excited for the following. Week. But um, <laughs> no, nah, yeah, obviously, obviously, uh, we've got to keep our discipline um, uh, on target. There, you know, we don't want to be losing anyone else. But um, you know, and just stick to our structures when when we, when we can. Especially with 15, it will be a lot easier. And uh, I think just keep showing that fight, uh, especially to the young guys and and even us older followers. Um, You know, I'm really proud of the boys' effort. But, again, um, we've got to do better for next week and get the result that we want.
0: Well, you're absolutely right. It is actually next week, the 2nd of March. The Reds take on the Brummies at Suncourt Stadium. Let's get a massive crowd (laughs) there. Mate, thank you so much for coming on, especially after a loss. We really appreciate it. Uh, And good luck for next week and for the season.
3: Yeah, no, thank you for having me, guys. Have a great weekend.
0: Samu Kerevi, there, centre for the Reds. Uh, they lost last night 45-19, to 19, but, you know, that's a tough loss when you've only you've been one player down for 71 minutes. So they'll be better against the Brumbies next week, I've got no doubt. Uh, we look outside at the moment, Margot, and it, is, it looks all doom and gloom.
1: Yes, it does. But uh, my kids love it when it rains because we have a full drive. Mm. And you know those little puddles on the side of the road? We like to drive through those and the water comes up over the car. Uh, Not always the safest idea, but I do it in areas where I feel like I know the roads and it's only shallow puddles, but the kids love it. They think it's great.
0: Do you know the funniest place to do that? (laughs) Bus stops. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're going to speak to Russell White next about driving in these conditions. Dead set Legends Triple M. (laughs) That's Kiss on the Dead Set Legends, Prisoners 104.5, Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker. Margot, it's uh, a bit doomy and a bit gloomy out there. We've had a lot of rain over the last sort of 48 hours. Yesterday, we had about a month's worth, uh, well over 50 mil, uh, which means that conditions on the road are very, very dangerous, very, very tough. And we've even got reports coming through of people having to take refuge on their roof as they try to drive through floodwaters in different areas, emergency services being called out uh, for cars trapped in water in Rocklea and Mount Gravatt. And and places like that so uh, we thought we'd get this man on as we do every week uh, Russell White from Driver Safety Australia and it's all thanks to a fantastic new sponsor too Barton's Mitsubishi if it's got to be Mitsubishi think Barton's Mitsubishi visit bartonsmitsubishi.com.au big thanks to the team at Barton's for getting on board and a big thanks to this man who's going to come on now and tell us how we stay safe out there this weekend Russell White good morning
4: yeah good morning Sam how you doing
0: Yeah, I'm well. Uh, Mate, what do we need to know about these conditions? Because we've got people taking refuge on their roof. We've got emergency services being called out to cars trapped in floodwaters. The rain's going to continue over the weekend. What do we need to know?
4: There's a few things, Sam. Again, it's the old one as we keep talking about every time there's a weather event of this sort of nature. It's just making sure that you don't even think twice about... Trying to take on flood water if it's uh, if there's any water that's across the road, and really no matter how well you know it that piece of uh, that piece of asphalt, no matter how uh, how many times you've traveled it, no matter what sort of vehicle you're in, it's just not worth driving through flooded water the The big problem that we've got you know certainly as you said, as this event sort of continues on over the next couple of days. There's going to be water coming from all sorts of catchment areas, and, and it could obviously arrive very suddenly. So there's, there's sort of no risk of, uh, or there's no, no value in trying to take on something just to just to get to a destination, because I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find another way to get there. So the big advice to people is just, uh, as they as say always, if the road's flooded, forget it.
1: So no driving through puddles on the side of the road to entertain my children.
4: No, 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 not, not a good idea. I think the big thing with that too, and this is, again, something that, uh, you know, when we have p- persistent sort of rain like this over a few days, what tends to happen is that, you know, over that sort of hot period, some you can get very fine cracks starting to appear in the road surface. And the problem is that the moment you start getting water down in that, then that starts to open up those potholes. So the, the risk that you have with charging through something like that is that, yeah, it might create a big bow wave that the kids like, but but that that area can actually be hiding some really really deep um, potholes, and if you drive into that, uh, you could damage your wheel, you could damage your tyre, but you can also run the risk of literally having the steering wheel leafed out of your hand. So it's just not worth sort of doing anything you know like that to uh, to potentially cause a drama.
0: Russell, what if I see a parking inspector on, on the side of the road and in a puddle and just they've aligned perfectly like the planets? Is that okay to risk it in that situation?
4: No.
1: It's illegal, isn't it?
4: <laughs> as much as the temptation might be there, Sam, so to go, oh, I'll just get a bit of payback here on the parking inspect. No, the poor old parking you don't want to uh, create a huge, uh, a huge, uh, you know, sort of six-foot way for them to try and deal with as well. So, no, it's, uh, you've got to try and resist the temptation. It's about, you know, sharing love out there and uh, and just being cool. Bloody killjoy. <laughs> <laughs> all the
6: parking inspectors are going, yay!
0: <laughs> we have a friend. Uh, have and a that friend to all drivers <laughs> and all motorists is Russell White from Driver Safety Australia. Uh, and it's all thanks to brand new sponsors too, Barton's Mitsubishi. If it's got to be Mitsubishi, think Barton's Mitsubishi. Visit bartonsmitsubishi.com.au. Hey, Russell White, thank you so much. We'll speak to you next week.
4: Thanks, guys, and just take care out in that wet weather. Just uh, give yourself extra gap and uh, and give yourself uh, just a little bit back off that pedal, the accelerator pedal, just a little bit.
0: No, nicely done. Great advice as usual, and make sure you turn those lights on. Margot, I reckon we should go around the grounds here and just get an indication of what the roads are actually like. It's yeah, been raining for about there? 48 hours, so... Mm. If you've got an update on a road near you, a suburb that you're in, uh, a major road that you're driving on at the moment, we want to get the information out there to people. So give us a road report at the moment, 13353. Three. Exactly right, Margo. If we need to avoid somewhere, if there's flooded in a particular area, tell us now. Help everybody out. 13353. Three. This is Eskimo Joe. We want to get your calls next The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Eskimo Joe. Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker, your dead set legends on a rain-soaked Saturday, 36 past 11. We just heard from Russell White from Driver Safety Australia who gave us uh, very, very good tips on how to handle this wet weather at the moment. Don't drive through floodwaters, resist the urge to spray parking inspectors with puddles lined up near them. Uh, when they're ruining everybody's day, giving tickets out. Uh, And and a lot of other great advice too. But uh, we wanted to get an idea from you on 13353, just how bad are the roads at the moment? We've had uh, a month's worth of rain in just over a day. So there's going to be some really dangerous spots, some flooded areas. So if you could give us a heads up on where to avoid and the conditions on the road at the moment, if you're seeing a lot of people without their lights on, we want to hear from you. 13353, be the eyes and ears. Tell us what's going on out there. Scotty from the sunny coast, where are you, mate?
4: Uh, Mate, I'm just heading past and Brendan's down near Salisbury at the moment, but we've come down from Palmwoods and good run down the Bruce Highway heading south. Chermside's pretty thick and busy through there, but, mate, no-one's doing anything silly. And, um, yeah, if you just, you know, take the advice, everyone will get where they need to be.
1: Main roads infrastructure's working well, no water across the road down the M1?
4: No, No, nothing down there at all. The highway's actually running quite well.
1: Perfect. And what about in and yeah. around? You said you were in Maruka, is it? Rockley, Maruka, yeah, that just, area. That generally is. Rockley,
4: Marooka now. It's and, always a tendency. Um, as far as to I flat. know there was only one road under here, but everything else is
3: um pretty good.
0: Well, mate, thank you so much for the heads up and uh, I like what Scotty's got to say. If you just uh, if you just take your time, turn your lights on, just take it easy, uh, you'll be able to get to where you need to go. Um where are you up to today? Are you driving anywhere?
1: I'm actually going to an event that I was supposed to be hosting, but because I have commitments here on the <laughs> Dead Set Legends, I was unable to. But uh, uh, it was an event, uh, an event that a, my girlfriend, Rachel Thayday, Sam Thide's wife, is uh, organising. So I said I'd pop in for a drink. So I'm heading out to Gambaro's for a little cocktail or champagne. Is that and why Corey's actually given me permission to stay out for
0: the afternoon. Well, do you need his permission? Are well, you...
1: not necessarily. I generally <laughs> tend to do what I want to do. But uh, I did say that I'd just have maybe a drink or two and come home and spend, you know, the day yep. and the weekend at home before football season kicks off. You know, in the next week or two and I don't see him again. Um so but he sent me a nice <laughs> little message before just saying, Dale, I think you should stay with your friends and have a drink and have a nice afternoon.
0: Is that why the whole studio has been taken over and now resembles <laughs> the makeup counter at Myers? <laughs>
1: Well, I was trying to kill two birds with one stone and the event started at 11, but I'm not going to get there till after 12.30. So I thought I'll just do my makeup while I'm sitting here listening to you rubbish on. Well, what
0: What you've done is you've killed my masculinity. What did you just have me doing?
1: Oh, I had you hold the, because I don't have a mirror, a big mirror in here. So I had you hold my compact with the mirror in it so that I could do my eyeliner because I need two hands to do that.
0: Yeah, I remember the days on Triple M used to be about sport and manly things, and now we're all <laughs> carrying makeup uh, and helping Margot look world? pretty. And tell me what yes. you asked me before we went on air. I don't know what I asked. You me. know what you asked me. About what? How do I look?
1: Oh, how do I look? I said, would you take me home at 2 a.m. N-
0: tomorrow you morning at the cat? serious!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Corey, I said no. Uh, this is the <laughs> Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Sam Hargreaves and Margot Parker with you. Uh, Margot, last night, what an incredible night it was mm. up at Suncorp Stadium, a, a night with Cameron Smith and JT. We've never seen anything like this before, where two players currently uh, playing the game have transcended the game in such a way that we give them a testimonial game. We take a trial game, which is the last game for these two teams before their season starts, and we turn that into a celebration of the life and times of these two giants of the game, future immortals of the game. And it had everything. Had families walking around on the field, a guard of honour. It had their junior clubs, South Sunnybank and Logan Brothers playing at half time. It had special jerseys. Uh, It had just, it was an incredible night and 25,000 people went up there uh, and braved the conditions to pay their respects, or at least I thought to pay their respects. And then something happened that has led me to have to use this segment on this instance.
2: You cannot be sick!
0: Yes, that's right. You cannot be serious. This week is where I find something uh, where people have behaved poorly in sport. Uh, maybe whinging, maybe carrying on, and I have to highlight that and try and put them back in their place. Cameron Smith, uh, just uh, an all-round great man, gentleman. Yeah, oh, not not a bad word can be said about him, unless you live in New South Wales, where they think he's the uh, they think he's Satan. Um, captain of Queensland, captain of Australia, captain of the Melbourne Storm. He's done everything he can possibly do in the game. This man uh, has the Origin Games record. He's about to have the most uh, tests uh, ever played to Australia when he passes Lockie's record for that. But last night, in a house that he helped build for Queensland and Australia, uh, in his hometown crowd, in a testimonial game in his honour, this happened.
2: As the rain tumbles down in February... Why are they booing him? He doesn't understand it. They love Thurston here. As he reacts to the crowd, he comes in and he pushes it. And they give Cam Smith a
0: little bit of stick.
2: You cannot be serious.
0: Exactly, John McEnroe. You cannot be serious booing Cam Smith in a game that is there in his honour. It's kind of almost like
1: it just comes part and parcel with the game to a degree. You know, he was taking a kick, wasn't he? Yes. Well, it's, that's how they distract him. You know, you can't all yell out different things or what you want to say. So it's just like a moral code of let's just all boo because that's almost like the chant that we do to distract someone.
0: I had a theory. So I don't think it's
1: a personal thing, is it?
0: No, nah, it doesn't get more personal than that. I had a theory that it was because it was raining so badly that they just wanted him to hurry up because they were getting so wet.
1: Well, 80 minutes of torrential rain, you're going to get <laughs> wet either way, whether he takes an extra 10 or 15 seconds to kick a ball.
0: No, nah, I was I was outraged. I was mortified and I decided that I needed to ask him about it after the game, what he thought about being booed in a game that was in his honour.
2: No, I think uh, that was forgotten about for the most part of this night. Um, Clearly, you know, the the fan favourites were the Cowboys and, uh, yeah, getting a fair bit of booing here. But um, I just sort of stopped and had a bit of fun with the crowd there. But, uh, yeah, very enjoyable night.
0: How could you? How dare you? (laughs) People of Brisbane, I don't understand it. This is like, this is sacrilege, it's heresy, it's blasphemy. This is like Christians booing Jesus when he's about to turn water into wine. This is like Muslims booing Muhammad when he's delivering all the virgins. This is like interrupting Buddha when he's about to reveal what true enlightenment is. There is no excuse for that, Brisbane. You are, should be ashamed of yourself and... You
2: cannot be serious!
0: Have a good uh, look at yourselves. Get a mirror today. You owe Cam Smith a massive apology. Puggers! This is where we find out everything that's going on in and around Brisbane on the Dead Set Legend Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker. Heaps going on uh, sport-wise as well. We know the AFLW, the Lions are out at South Pine Sports Complex. Top of the ladder going into this round, Margot. They take on the Fremantle Dockers. Uh, I think the Roar are playing the Savo as well, Mm. aren't they? Aladdin's on at Uh QPAC. (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: Well, we'll talk to Kath Rose about it, because I know we she'll
0: will. appreciate it. I'm sure she will. Uh, the person who knows more about what's going on in Brisbane uh, than the city itself, Kath Rose from Kathrose PR. Before we get you to tell us everything that's going on, Kath, great yes. job from your team on uh, a fantastic night last night at Suncorp Stadium, the Cam Smith and JT testimonial.
5: Yeah, it was it was wonderful, wasn't it? And and, and I want to sing out a big congratulations to, to Brisbane for turning out, you know, over 20,000 people in monsoonal weather. So, um, you know, this city, this city will come if, if if the boys will come and play.
0: Absolutely. Well, take us through now uh, what's going on uh, elsewhere around Brisbane this weekend, please.
5: Okay, so the, Brisbane's up for laughs at the moment because it's uh, the beginning of the Brisbane Comedy Festival and, yes. of course, some amazing uh, amazing Triple M stars um, are up here for the Comedy Festival. Um, our own Lawrence Mooney, mm-hmm. of course, Dave Hughes, but we've got this legends coming up. It's It's a full month, three venues and there's every comedy star that you can imagine. And a big shout out to the Brisbane boys, Chris and Wayne from The Naked Magicians. Um, They've got a couple of slots so to speak in the schedule (laughs) and these guys are homegrown superstars. They spent all last year touring around North America. They've come back and it's you know, it's about time that we can put our hands together and everyone get in and see them. It is a fantastic, fantastic show. The Naked Magicians. Go and see
0: them. I know uh, <laughs> one of the Naked Magicians' ex-girlfriends and apparently he is a grower, not a shower. So it's interesting to see how that uh, will pan out. Uh, Sam's don't don't jealous because he didn't I don't get the really know what that means. Now what else is happening, off.
2: Kath?
5: Okay, day on the green tomorrow, guys, down at Syramay Wines at Mount Cotton. That's yes. the Living End Spider bait. Great, great, great product for, for all the Triple M listeners. Really fantastic. Now, look, tonight, um, Queensland Symphony Orchestra i have got to get this in. They have an amazing oh. concert. It's, stop laughing, <laughs> Sam, because you will actually got, want to go. Don't be a cultural <laughs> Neanderthal. This is called From Jaws to Jurassic Park. Oh, hello. The, the QSO is going to play all the music of John Williams. John Williams is a man. He did the compositions for Jaws, Jurassic mm-hmm. Park, Harry Potter, um, you know, all this, um, um, uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, amazing, I see now I like amazing that. movies. Yes, but it's all the movies that make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. It's called From Jaws to Jurassic Park. Um, I'm talking Star Wars. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, there's lots and lots of people. There's two concerts, one at 2.30 today and one at 7.30 tonight. Loads of people come dressed up. We've got all sorts of, you know, stormtroopers, from Stormtrooper to, you know, Harry Potter. It is fantastic. It's a great two concerts. So go along and see it. It's a wet and rainy Saturday, really fantastic thing to do and get some culture.
0: Anything else for us or is that uh, that's everything?
5: No, look, there's, there's lots of there's lots of great movies on at the moment too. And um, Margot, I know you're a bit of a bit of a fan when it comes to this. Lots and lots
1: of terrific movies around. So I'm hearing you know, really so good things about that Black Panther, Kath.
5: Yes. Yeah, well,
0: oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's very are going good. To
5: see that this afternoon. Yeah. So um, and of course um, the um, Brisbane libraries are all open and free, and there's Wi-Fi there and lots to do there if so you've got the little kids as well, something to do. So. Um, you know, just because it's wet and a little bit moist around town, um, there's still loads of things to do.
0: Oh, nicely done. Cathrose and Cathrose PR knows this city like <laughs> the back of her hand and everything going on in it. We'll speak to you next week. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. Uh, Yeah, and if you are in the mood for sport, get a poncho on. Uh, Be like the great people that were there last night. Go and support your team, Rain, Hail or Shine. That's what being a true fan's all about. The Raw this afternoon at Suncorp and then the Lions this afternoon as well in the AFLW taking on Freer. I'll be doing that game for Fox Footy. What are you up to, Margaret?
1: Uh, I'm going to a champagne masterclass. I'm going to learn how to drink French champagne and what food to pair
0: it with. What's the teachings in how to drink (laughs) champagne? What do you need to know? I don't know. I'm just going for the champagne. No, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Enjoy your weekend, whatever it is that you're doing. Stay safe on the roads turn your lights on if it's dark out there just slow down get there alive though we'd much prefer that because we'd like to have your company next week hey mitch is up next triple m's almost acoustic weekend you don't want to miss that everybody loves almost acoustic and don't forget mato robin and the moon man back from 5:30 a.m monday have a great weekend